Welcome to Look Behind the Look, the celebrated podcast that explores your favorite looks in film, television, and fashion history. Through conversations with the fashion world's elite and award-winning hair, makeup, and costume designers on sets around the world, you will see and hear exciting tales from behind the scenes, career origin stories, and tons of advice and tips. I'm your host, Tiffany Bartok. Hey everybody, welcome to Look Behind the Look. I'm interrupting my own hiatus to bring you the bear episode because um, the makeup department head, Ignacia Soto Aguilar, who I love, 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 love so much with all my heart, she and I have been texting about it and trading pictures. And so like, why am I not bringing you this episode right now? Here it is. We're going to talk about Jamie Lee Curtis's eyelash. We're going to talk about uh, Jeremy Allen White's tattoos. Uh, You know, why Will Poulter bought brownies to set yep and (laughs) we are gonna get into all the behind the scenes of your favorite show the bear I feel like I have to remind myself to breathe sometimes remind myself that the sky is not falling that there is no other shoe which is incredibly difficult because there's always another shoe. Don't freak out and go calling for mom. Hi, Ignacia. Hi. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. We are back. I, um, so we've been working on getting this together forever because my son was graduating at the exact same time that the show dropped. Right. And yeah, yeah, yeah. like, so I finally, I went out with my mom and my mom has had a stroke and she can't like track a lot of shows, but I was like, mm-hmm. I have to, I have to watch the bear, like all of it, like tonight. So you want to do this? And she was like, you know, I can't follow shows and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I told her the whole season one. And I was like, so here we go. And I just like tried it. And she was glued for the whole 10 episodes. I know. I feel like there's like, it's such a like, like when you describe the show to people, they're like, oh, really? Oh, because like everyone imagines it to be so different because it's in the, yes. it's in the comedy category. It's, you know, like how else do you describe it other than like, it, like if you just sort of kind of know about it, you're like, well, it's a kitchen show scripted. You're like, oh, <laughs> that's like. Uh, sounds great <laughs> yeah yeah kitchen start, like, oh, oh like chopped yeah 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 <laughs> right. exactly, exactly. Um, so so we're watching it and then I'm like um what am I going to talk to Ignacia about like okay wow how many episodes have we done now well this is our third so we That's have funny. done your glamorous amazing sick looks for claws then we did Bear season one and how we talked about how no makeup makeup and how to like really keep that going and work with an intimate set and everything um, because it was all in the um, in the beat, Mr. Beef. But right, right. I never forget your face when I said, I hope you guys don't leave the restaurant. And you were like, <laughs> you know, like you didn't like make yeah. a face, but you, but I saw a face because I was I like hyper tuned in, but you didn't do it. You know, like you didn't like give anything away, but I was like, I have a feeling. I said to Jace, I have a feeling that they're going to leave the restaurant next season. No. And then the um, for sometimes I'm like, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. So, so then when they came back, I was like, oh no, what am I going to talk to Ignacia about? Because everybody just looks, you know, like cooks and chefs and da 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 da. And we'll, I guess we'll talk about, you know, like the days and what the days are like in the shooting and da, da, da. And then episode six came. So, spoiler alert and all that good stuff. Um, episode six is mind blowing. I mean, the whole season is, it all pays off. It's fine that you guys left the restaurant. Nobody cares because like being out in all of their worlds certainly paid off in all their apartments and going on these foodie searches. But what was it like coming back to such success? Like what did you notice was different this time? I, um, that's the thing. I think that we were all kind of in shock of what the first season, like the reception of the first season. And I think we were all, you know, we we're all connecting on social media in that period of time between season one and season two. We were like, you know, cause like we were talking, like you and I were talking about like Jeremy having all these memes out now. And so during that time, we were all just sharing all these things that we were noticing. Cause at first you think that it's just your thread because you're like, yeah. oh, okay, you know, this you know, the explore page kind of knows what you like. So it's all bare stuff. But then like people that I didn't even like, didn't watch the show were like, wait, didn't you work on this? Cause it's all over my feed. And I'm like, oh, this is like bigger than yes. we thought or that I was imagining it to be. So I think we were all kind of sh in shock, but like once we got back to Chicago, it was like, we were our old crew you know uh -huh, like uh -huh. on that day and it's like what do you tell Jeremy like after that you know like who, what has he been through <laughs> this whole time he was in he got a guild award like just all the, the Emmy had he gotten the Emmy yet? yeah and uh, the Golden Globe the Golden Globe yes. the Golden Globe that's it uh, yeah so like all that was happening and it's like well how, how are you doing <laughs> and he, he's in jeremy's jeremy he's just so himself just like in awe with their perception of the show and he well my this is my read on it and based on our conversations like he's just so like he loves the show so much like the, yeah. the reception being so great is just kind of a bonus because i think mm -hmm. regardless of what the perception was we're all just gonna keep doing it <laughs> anyway right right um right so yeah no jeremy like i would be asking like so what so when you met so and so like you know how was it and he was even like starstruck about some sure. of the people he was coming across and people complimenting his performance which duh like how how amazing is he so yeah yeah it's so cool he, to I, get the stage of the his career just and, witnessed everything and everyone else too i o you know everyone Chris. i mean she's everywhere like every time i turn on the tv she was just in um joan is awful last night and like you know yeah. she's she's just working so much and evan like oh my god he's really getting his due it's incredible evan like i i love that this season had so much evan um, character development yeah. because he is so funny but also intelligent like he is so not the, what the Richie character is right. at all it's so funny like to know him in real life and then watch Richie and how well he plays him like he's like he he like bakes bread at home in real life like he's like just such a kind soft soul 
and you know Richie's just obviously no those none of those things <laughs> um, but, he, <laughs> but 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 also farming in episode seven you know I mean who didn't cry when he busted out singing you know like my oh. my cousin is actually a, a chef and he he produces I don't it's not producing when you work for a restaurant but that's in my head that's what I call it he like arranges for the financing in a lot of um Chicago um for the restaurants and so he's obsessed with the bear of course and he said this sec this second season like the purpose that was just driven into was like so relatable for him and the chaos made him feel like he was at, at work you know what I mean and he appreciated mm -hmm. it but then the second season like you know, that episode brought him to tears and like, you know, it was just like, wow, this is what we go through, you know, even universally. Yeah. Like the film industry is such a good example too. I mean, as you know, like yes, it's such a crazy environment full of, you know, aggressiveness and just like, you know, sugar, not, there's not a lot of sugar coating happening, but we all care so much and we love each other so much. So it was, crazy you know watching the dynamics in the kitchen and also kind of looking around at your crew and being like oh right this is kind of we are together completely yes that was a direct relation re directly relatable totally mm -hmm. and I've also been stuck in a freezer no I have not, <laughs> not been stuck in a freezer <laughs> <laughs> that is my biggest fear though when I was like waitressing um the so episode six, let's get into it. It's fishes. It's incredible. We didn't know Jamie Lee Curtis was going to give the performance of a lifetime. Tell me everything about how this came to be. Was it first shot, last shot? What you, the, the reason I love talking to you so much is because you understand filmmaking and like that is such an essential part to this show's success. And you have like this extra level as a makeup artist to like really do the storytelling through makeup. And so I just cannot wait to talk to you about how this all came together. Well, first of all, could you please be my PR person? I yes. Love <laughs> um, no. So, so the, the show, so we, you know, we get all the scripts at once. I, that's, what's okay. really great. Cause he, he, it's all written before we go into the show. And so, sometimes it's, you know, things change, but the essence of the show is there. Um, so I knew that there was going to be a flashback episode involving, you know, these characters that were very complex. And um, because of the success of the show, I think, you know, uh, I think Chris' phone was blowing up. And mm -hmm. it was really cool when it all came together. But before it came together, um, I remember it was Ali and I, you know, Ali. Yeah. Ali, the I hair department head. Mm -hmm. Loved her so much. She, her and I, we got our text saying like, Chris wants to talk to you guys. And we're like, oh, that's, I mean, it was like day one. We're like, oh, wow. Oh, no. <laughs> Good. Um, and we get there and it was, you know, we hadn't seen really Chris one-on-one. -on -one, so that was really nice to see him again. And, you know, we all hugged and he was like, okay, so this is what we're doing. And he starts to, you know, speak about the Donna character who we all, already knew from the scripts we had and he reveals who it is and we both just kind of like wait what <laughs> that's what's coming and like he just I mean and there was a board in his office okay. too and the board didn't have names it just had like I don't know maybe I'm remembering it differently so I'm sorry Chris if this is inaccurate but I remember kind of having like these code names for people and okay like, so, so Jamie was the top one. And I'm like, oh, okay. So like, maybe if I can guess the last names and the last one, <laughs> I'll figure yeah, out this yeah, whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm forgetting. 
Um, and I think it was like kind of holding off because, you know, contracts weren't done yet and everything was still I working see. out. But um, we get the and, Jamie and Shannon. And where in her Oscar race is this, Ignacia? Where in the- this? Is, I think she, I'm trying to remember. No, the Oscars were happening like that, like a week later, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah, like the Oscars weren't happening yet. She hadn't won wow. the Oscar. Wow. Because I think my introduction email to her was congratulating her on a very recent Oscar Got it. Okay. beginning and then just kind of going into like character um, traits and, you know, makeup choices. So she played uh, it after the Oscar win? She played it? She did. She okay. did. She played it after the Oscar win, but she took it before the Oscar win. <laughs> okay, cool. Amazing. You know? Oh my God. I have chills. Chills already. I know. <laughs> it all just kind of, and I know, and it's weird because like, even as I'm telling you this, like, I don't think I've said these words out loud before. So I'm like, Oh wow, this is like a cooler story than I thought. Because I'm like listening to them. Like, like, wait a minute, I was actually just working the whole time and didn't realize (laughs) that this was going to be a historic (laughs) making TV history. Yeah, yeah, I know. So it was really, you know, obviously we walked away. Ali and I just like, what is going on? This is incredible. Like, do they know that it's us? Like, they could literally have anyone they want at this point. (laughs) Should we? You're who they want. Um, yeah, it's, you know, because there's obviously like kind of like an imposter syndrome that happens to same room as like these insanely talented, you know, ty- uh, A-list, you know, an- ensemble. And mm-hmm. but um, so, yeah. So then once we got into the character development, I, like or not character development, character uh, building, we had uh, the notes, you know, she of what Donna would be like and just having those discussions with her was really fun. She was so involved. Chris is so um, big on just, you know, having those conversations before people even take art on set. So by the time that uh, Jamie and I were talking, she already knew like she wanted the red nails and, you know, where, what the character's whole vibe was. Okay. So, so um I, you know, I went in, I usually don't do this, but I did go and, you know, on her past roles and kind of looked at the makeup that's already been done on her. And I was like, okay, I think this character just needs to be a little bit harsher. Not, yeah. I mean, not harsh, mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. harsher, but she really tried and mm. she, like, she planned to get mad already mm. that mm. morning. Like, so it's kind of like she sets oh up God, this, totally. this situation where like, her nails are going to be in the way and uh, <gasps> you know like all these things were just going to aggravate her just to kind of have this like to fulfill the prophecy of yes. of the day just going to to hell right wow. like I mean that was my take on it and I think that was so beautiful about this episode is that we all kind of got to like put our own experiences into it so like that's my read and other people may have different reads on her character yeah um or my interpretation but so, so yeah, so it started with that. And then we got, you know, every time we got an email from casting, it was like, who's it going to be? Because you open that email and it's like the picture of the, the <laughs> actor's apartment had you get these emails. So Allie and I would be like, we just got a new email. And we'd open it and it would be like, oh my gosh, like Sarah Paulson. What? Like <laughs> Olivia? You know, like just like freaking out. Um, it's so funny because I like scroll through my photo book or my photo bucket. Like what? How old am I? My phone. <laughs> oh wow um my <laughs> photo album and like I have all these screenshots of like these emails that like Ali and I would send each of other of course of course um but yeah no I think 
but and that's the thing too with with Chris and the way that he um, preps prepares for these shows that the show he like gives enough information to the actor so that they could play the characters themselves. Obviously, it's a very heavily scripted show, but there's enough room for every actor to add their own interpretation of the character so that they can mm-hmm. feel really connected. So, you know, I would have a conversation with Chris, but then I would have a different conversation with one of the talent coming in mm-hmm. and they would have a different idea of what the character was. But And because we're setting the tone and we want them to feel identified with it, I, you know, Chris would always be like, oh yeah, that's makes sense. Because he was, he was always so welcoming of everyone's ideas. Like he picked everyone very specific to yeah. the character. So like Sarah, right. it's Sarah, you know, right. like, and it's so funny, you know, like even ma- meeting Sarah Paulson in real life, like, you know, you, you watch her on TV and she's always like these very like put together, yeah. just, you know, uh, and I'm not saying that she's not those things. I mean, she, she is right, very, right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah, but she's very like, and in yeah. real life, she's like the funniest, most kindest, like loose, loose like likes to play and oh, wow. I like, like fell in love with her and I'm not the one that did her makeup on that episode because we had everybody that day oh. we, had, you know, we had so I had to hire extra people uh-huh. and so lucky Chicago is you know full of super talented makeup artists yeah. and I had um I think m- maybe like six people working that okay those, that oh my god how crowded uh, and crazy oh so- my god so oh crazy. my god. How many days did you guys shoot this episode? Um, let's see. I want to say it was like three to four, three or four, three okay. days, maybe three days wow. in the house. Three hard days. Yeah. Cause we did the Jamie scene in 10 at the end. Okay. Um, and everyone was gone by that point. So she stayed an extra day oh, to do that. The, in in episode 10, that Jamie yeah. scene. Got yeah. it, got it, got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So now I've heard a lot about um from the everything everywhere all at once team that Jamie had a backstory for her character. Did she have a backstory in this one too, that she presented to you about her like nails and things or how did, how did that conversation go? Yeah, no, she did. Yeah. She, her and Chris had already had all those conversations. Ironed so out. It got to me um, when she was explaining her character. I, you know, we were just kind of back and forth about ideas and we, we got on the same page really quickly um, because it was like, oh, I know that. Like, we all have Aunt Donna, you know? Yeah. So I know exactly. And what was so cool, too, is she she went and got her nails done before. We, you know, we went through colors and we picked the, the perfect color. And, like, she came, she, when she came in, she already had, like, the nails. And um, she had a perfume. Oh, I wish oh. I remember the name. I, like, meant to text Allie. I'll text it to you. Okay. At some point, I'm going to add, like, a picture of it in here. Okay. <laughs> but that she like imagined Donna wearing and um when you walked in the house it was the craziest thing Tiffany like walking in and like you could smell her perfume you can smell that you smell when you go to like your aunt's house like it felt like you were at your you were 12 and this was your family and you were like I mean it was so intense just even being in there it's not just the editing like that's literally how it felt I I loved how we've all had that Christmas and like, yeah, I mean, I don't know if my mom will even watch this, but I'm sitting there watching it with her and I'm like, 
you're not putting it together that we've had this Christmas. You know, like, she's mom. <laughs> she's like, what's wrong? What's wrong with her? What's wrong with her? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Uh... <laughs> right. But, you're like, if you don't see it, like at this point, you just don't even want to explain I mean, it. Like, Gosh, let's just let it go. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But she, um, what was I going to say about Jamie, Jamie Lee, the, oh, talk to me about, let's get into the thing that everybody's talking about is, is her lashes. Um, and the, yes. And how everybody's like, this is genius. Whoever let that stay there is a genius. That was you. So what happened with this? Okay. So that day, so we, so we did this makeup super early and because of the way that Chris shoots, we, we do the makeup and then they all go to set and then they rehearse for a few hours. It's very theater style, you know, the okay, way we shoot. Cool. And we're shooting like 10 pages a day, like in, oh in one day. God. Yeah. Um, so because he, he wanted this to feel like realistic. He wanted it to feel like everyone, family and the, everybody came in with that understanding. So I, you know, we would come in, do the makeup. Um, so Jamie would come in in the morning and get her makeup done super early before having to go to set and just like get lost in the character because it kind of takes away from the character if they're coming into uh you know straight to sure. they come get their makeup done and then they're there's like yeah so the way that chris was shooting these scenes he just would let them do whatever they wanted on top I mean, obviously it's a scripted show but he wanted them to to connect so yes. they would get pulled hours before we would start shooting so, um, like this would be, I don't know, let's say like 8 a.m. So, and then we would start shooting maybe at like 10, 11 noon. Right. And by the time that we would start shooting, I mean, she was so in that character. She, wow. she was Donna that it, in, and it, it was so already so tense by the time you get there that mm. like, and to like touch up feels mm. disrespectful. Sure. <laughs> You're like, okay, I already sealed it up this morning. We're good. You know, I, I would probably go in and just, you know, smudge a little bit more depending on what stage of the, or what part of the scene we were on at that particular moment. But, um, you know, we were, we did the lashes because we wanted, because the way that the show is edited, I knew that the, these flashback episodes were going to be a little bit less saturated. They were going to have a little bit more warmth to them. So ah. we weren't going to separation from the kitchen that we normally have right. so I want that lash line to look a little bit uh, thicker mm -hmm. so that it would um so you know we did lashes and I mean we're 12 hours into the shoot and I've touched her up obviously you know we have lunch and things but whenever we were doing that scene Chris did the take a few times and at the end, I mean, I, I like, cause I would watch her do this and I'm like, oh, of course. Oh, right. She was, that was her thing. <laughs> but it almost, I was like, okay, well, if she pulls lashes out at this point, like it doesn't matter. This mm -hmm. is oh, what's happening. Right. And there's a take. Cause if you notice, like, she's kind of like her hair is kind of like covering her like this. Yes. Over and then she looks up and the lashes sitting here. Yeah. And I look at Allie and I'm like, what do I do? my career that's it I'm done this is like the take um, right, because you well, thought Chris was gonna it. because the way the, what you're playing out is that Chris is gonna be like who had eyes on this la now this take this is the take I want to use and now who had eyes on this and let this happen right right 
mean, like a Chris and Chris is Chris. Like he would never be upset. Okay. But like we Still. all care so much. Yeah. And we were also invested in this being like the most amazing thing ever. So like yeah. I see it and my makeup brain, you know, it's like, oh, well, that's not good. Yeah, but yeah. then I create my film creative brain was like, oh, well, maybe this works. Like, she, you know, and, and that's what I was hoping Chris yeah. was seeing. It would, um, And I look over at him and he just kind of goes. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, well, that could be either he's like this no or don't touch it right <laughs> so I was hoping it was the second one yeah 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 and so that that ends and it's so cool because she like she's such a pro such a pro you know sitting here and then she looks kind of does this at the end of it mm-hmm. and it wipes away so the continuity is mm-hmm. flawless and then Chris right. calls you know moving on so you know and then there's just so much going on I don't even have time to go to Chris and Chris is so busy. Like, what am I going to go? Like, yeah. so about this last shot, like, I don't, yeah. you know, yeah. just yeah. let it, we'll fix it in post if it's a, it's a problem. Right. Right. Fast forward to watching it and seeing that they picked that take because there were all their takes that were incredible right. and fully yeah. incredible. I mean, she nailed it every time it was in wow. the most insane thing. Oh my God. To see that, to see that. I know. I know. It was pinch me, please, Ooh. the whole time. Um, and she, and then I see that they picked that take, and I immediately message Chris on Instagram. I'm like, "It's the last take." Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, "The lash is everything." All caps, and that was Aww. it. So, okay. so he liked it, and it just worked out so perfectly. I mean, this was 12, 13 hours into a shoot yeah. of untouched eyes, so it was the the makeup gods were on our side that day. I love it. I mean, since it has been picked up by tons of accounts and on Instagram, people comment all the time. I'm like so beaming with pride. They're like, whoever did this is amazing. Whoever let this be, you know? And then, you know, it's been my friend, Justin drew it like in his, he's an I illustrator. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, that was so yes. good. Yeah. He did the, he, um, he did all the, um, the animation for our movie about Kevin O'Quan and then he's a, like a fashion illustrator. And so he loves any pop culture things that like are important to him and his creativity. He illustrates. And I saw that one. And so I tagged, tagged you on it, sent it to you, but he, um, I was like, if Justin recognizes it, then this is going in some kind of movie museum for makeup for sure. I know. And I debated, I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I wasn't gonna lie about it, but I was like, should I just like tell people that this was not a, Plans. that's hilarious that's but no hilarious. I, so it's so great to like embrace that these like happy mistakes can yeah, be 100 you know, instead of having feeling like you have control over everything which i think is goes against the whole idea of the show the show is let it happen and you know let- what that's the lesson and another person who's not as professional as you and who doesn't know as much about filmmaking literally i mean i can see it happening would have been like sorry uh makeup stepping in like oh, can you imagine i mean can you imagine like feeling like my like like the lash position had it was big enough for it to matter like in a jamie performance that level right. like are you, absolutely we, not. we would be reading about a murder we would be reading about a murder. oh yeah it would be <laughs> yeah this would be a whole different podcast so it would be like my, my, my um <laughs> it would be in memoriam um <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, oh no. My God. So no, that was like a really amazing. It was actually a lesson for me because I I also have that moment of like sure. I need to jump in because sure. that's how you're trained. You know, sure. you're trained in photo shoots. I mean, the photographer it could be top photographer shooting. Like if you see a hair up, like yeah. you just like jump in. The photographer gets upset, but it is what it is. Yes. Yes. Never. I would never do that on. Yeah. Um, it's all hair. about making those decisions in your profession. How mm-hmm. did you make Carmi look younger? What did, how did, what was this? Because he did, I know it wasn't a long flashback, but like there were things like Abby Elliott, of course, looked totally different. We'll talk about that. But like Jace notably thought that, that, that Jeremy looked younger. And mm-hmm. like, I wondered if you did anything about that or if it was just maybe some of his behaviors that sort of like made his face look more innocent. It was not as hard. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely a lot of acting. Yeah, I mean, I, probably, I was, right? Acting, his, like, demeanor was a little bit more... Yeah. softer. Introverted. I mean, he's always an introverted character, but, yeah, he mm. was softer, and yeah. um, he had the, you know, his brother was around, so... Right. You know, it's, like, it's kind of like how we all go home, and we oh become those yeah. 12-year-old versions of ourselves. Yes. I think played that so flawlessly. Yeah. Um, but, you know, with Carmi... Um, with Carmi's character Jeremy we do a lot of character we have a lot of character choices uh, for him you know scars and um, mm-hmm. you know the kitchen days you know his eyes have maybe a little bit more of a mm-hmm. tired um, uh, some paint you know color work to kind of make it look a little bit more because he's just you know so beautiful like it's really hard yeah, yeah, to like yeah. you know make him look stressed but it, most of that is his acting um, but on, on this episode because we thought, okay, it's five years ago. He already went to Copenhagen. Uh, okay. Um, but he hasn't been, you know, a, re- a huge restaurant chef yet. So, mm-hmm. you know, let's kind of, he does have one of the tattoos, the snail tattoo right here. Uh-huh. Um, but he doesn't have the finger ones yet, the hand ones uh-huh. yet. So we did think about those things. Like, how old would these tattoos be? Which one would would he have gotten those? That's cool. Um you know, because when we did the flashback episode on season one, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you remember. Of course, they were in the the kitchen, the kitchen scene, and mm-hmm. he had no touch there. So that so that played as before this. So these are all little things that we talk about, but like it's not explained, uh-huh. and it may not matter. But it's just we kind we um, love putting on everything. That's not true. There are Reddit threads everywhere, totally breaking down his tattoos, and you know it. <laughs> I do. Uh, so, so yeah, so that was, so that was it. Um, but with, so it, yeah, it was just like a moisture, he had moisture on his face here. I mean, he, you know, I didn't de- deconstruct his face. Mm-hmm. So it, that's just, that was just Jeremy moisturized and, you know, fresh, fresh Jeremy, just regular Jeremy. And then Abby, how did you decide to, to make her? Oh, one thing I wanted to ask, and I don't, I don't know if it's mean, but like, Let's tell me about the pregnancy. Is there a real pregnancy? Was did you do the pregnancy? Was she pregnant in the flashback? Tell me about Abby's pregnancy. Ness. So, so Abby was pregnant through yeah. shooting. Okay. Ness. Oh wow! I know. And so she's like the most beautiful pregnant human. Oh. Like this. I mean, I, like even just work, working the hours she was working, I was like, yeah. I would not be in my feet right now <laughs> if I was this pregnant. So it was really cool because like her wardrobe was a lot of the Maddie line, you know, it was like a more baggy um, right. to the first few months. Right. Um, and then, you know, I think there may be some, it, it makes sense, like the progression of the yes. pregnancy the, in the current times. But when we go to flashback, mm-hmm. 
I feel like, like, yeah, like the wardrobe was just chosen to be a little looser to distract okay. from it. And I think the way that they were framing it. So yeah, she was obviously, you know, her character wasn't pregnant in the flashback, um, but it was in the current but she times. was. And okay. She was. But I don't know. I even, her and I had conversations about that. And I mean, that's not my world to like, you know, go into the character development parts, but it's how I decide a lot of things too. Yeah. So, it is your world. Yeah. So we would yeah. talk about those things and I, we were talking about like just how dysfunctional her family is mm -hmm. and what would be like her problem. Right. But like, mm -hmm. she's like a caretaker. So like, yes. what are the, so if her weight fluctuates and okay. the then like that could be like something, that. right? Yeah. Like, like what's the one thing that you can have an issue with, but still mm. take care of your family if yes. you yourself have addictive tendencies, right? And how about the hair color? How did you decide that she would have a different one? Well, that was Allie and okay. uh, her, they had those discussions and um, I love what Allie did because obviously, you know, the first thing you want, you think of is like, how are we going to get it? Right. From that to blonde, if we have to right. shoot blonde tomorrow. Um, but it this week happened in a time where she was going to have a little bit of time off after that week. So Ali planned it perfectly to have her hair colored. Okay. For, like that whole week. Yeah. And then they went back to um, the blonde before shooting. Got so it. that's Ali. She pulled like that was incredible. Because I was Amazing. thinking, I was like, I, I wonder how many people think this is a wig because they get so close to her. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Just, oh, perfect. Right, 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 so, right, right. And then what about um what about Will Poulter's um tattoos? Mm. Was there Will a story? <laughs> You're like so, Will. You know, he's like honestly like the sweetest. Like as soon as he walked in, he like made all of like my motherly um Aww. stuff come out. Like, well, because you know, I have an old a son who's 15. Yes. Age, but like immediately I was like, Mom, I'm your mom. <laughs> It's just so sweet. And he um had already discussions but, uh, before I her and I talked with Benny Shields, who is also the tattoo artist that um designed the images, the, the tattoos for right. um Carmi. Jeremy. Right, Carmi. Um, so he already had invested so much time with Benny, uh, you know, giving him like because I mean uh, he has like a nurse here and he wanted to honor his mother in real life. This is not the character will you know will's character it wasn't the chef luca story it was okay he wanted things that were meaningful to will's life oh so, wow so he had like you know tabasco because his brother loves tabasco and he has all these memories with his dad eating fish and chips so he you know put that in there he had a, like his favorite football team and um nurse a nurse tattoo to honor the women in his family who were nurses and just even when he came in and like, I knew those things, I was like, this is like the sweetest human in the world. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he just, I've always loved him so much. And like, I don't even understand how old he is. Cause I feel like he's always 21. He's just never going to age ever. I, know. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait to see what we're going to get from him down the line. Like, I know. And he also like, he would keep the, the first day we shot, he brought homemade cookies. Stop it. <laughs> I was this is a what he came in and he had like a little like Tupperware container he was like well I made these cookies do you want one and a brownie I was like wow you made both of those things <laughs> that's adorable um, 
<laughs> and they're really good too. I had one and I yeah, I was actually doing keto around that time and I was oh, like no. Yeah. no, 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 I didn't care. I was like, Okay, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it was delicious. Screw you, keto. Uh, seriously. Yeah, yeah. And no you, you went to Copenhagen? You you guys all went to Copenhagen? Or no? no Did they have a team no. there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we shot that scene in sure. Chicago. Sure. And so we, I think the only thing that was shot in Copenhagen was the exterior shots of um, Lionel, who yeah. plays Marcus, walking around Copenhagen and, you know, a few of the exterior stuff. I just love, yeah, I like, it, there's just so much left to, it's like a mirror that the show is mm-hmm. like a everyone and everyone oh you know and the, and the yeah. more specific that they got like chris and i had a brief brief interactions through the madness and you know i even told them one time i was like the more specific that you get it's like the more you hear oh that's my brother oh that's yeah. like the more specific that it is the more people relate and that's and so true feel yeah. like you're not alone you're like oh i thought this was so mine mm-hmm. this story I thought that i was so isolated and feeling this way Mm-hmm. but just knowing and it kind of redefines the experiences in a way like I think with with Carmi for example in that episode in that episode of you know the fishes when he's like staring at the cannolis at the end and everyone is like there's just chaos happening at that moment and he's just focused on the cannolis and you know later on he creates a cannoli dish in his restaurant like it's almost like he's trying to redefine this memory yes with a pot you know mm-hmm. and I feel like all of us in the fish the fish's world when we're all there we're all kind of like laughing and sharing you know stories and just seeing all this play out and then it almost made our experiences whatever people's experiences were in their life re- be redefined just because we were able to bond over these things yeah so it was a nice a nice moment a nice yeah nice it's almost like he was disassociating right but like then he found his way out which was this beautiful way and then when he retells the story to like 70 percent of the people not claire but like when he retells it he's like yeah i made this because we always had it at christmas time it's not like because my mom drove the, drove the car through the house and i needed to dissociate and so i found these amazing cannolis yeah kind of trauma dumper you know like yeah. He's yeah yeah, yeah that yeah. like stop you on the street and you're like hey how are you well you know my brother killed himself and this yeah not that yeah. guy yeah so. and that was so interesting too when she when they were cooking when ao was cooking and with him and she didn't mention that her mother had died she had like three opportunities to do it before but he still blamed himself for not what like pressing her to you know he said i should have known this I should, but he you know, mm. did present an opportunity a million times for her to say it. So it's funny how they like, they, they are familiar with these protections that they like these little walls that they put up with each other, you know, and they, they know it's on them to break through those walls, you know? Right. right. And it does, I mean, it, t- it would take so much to, to open up in a work environment yeah. yeah, for any, you know, and like Ashley Levy and I, for example, best friends. And when we're at work, this is maybe getting a little darker, but like there was a, there, there, we did a show one time um, during my divorce years ago. And I literally took lunch break to go and get like, sign the paper and come back. And, you know, obviously oh, wow. those 
like the thing the things emotional drainage that comes with divorce obviously it's Mm -hmm. existing but like I didn't want to bring it to the workplace and this is like my best friend really Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I'm not really telling her what I'm doing that day just because we're in a work Mm -hmm. day Mm -hmm. and then it wasn't until like later we're like oh yeah that day that like I think it just came out she's like wait you went and like signed divorce papers (laughs) like that's huge (laughs) back to work I was like yeah that was that's just what we do you know and I'm not saying it's right or if it's wrong but it's what we do it's just what we do it's what we're taught to we're taught to protect vulnerabilities that may come back and bite us in the butt later if we you know trust someone with something and they use it to hurt you I mean that's all trauma based all those you're taught that at work and also you have your own traumas that may add that um, trust issue that you Mm -hmm. may have with anyone but then again I think it's it's okay I think it's okay to be that way like um it just depends I mean like I keep I use the term trauma dumping because there there is mm-hmm. something so you're like are talking to someone and then they tell you like this crazy thing and you're like oh like I don't know how to respond to this like <laughs> you're like I especially as a makeup artist you must get it every day yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and again of course like when someone shares something so intimate with you 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 know you want to be supportive of and course of course thing and um but it's also like a responsibility you're putting on someone. So I think having that awareness of who to share that with and who not to share with, then that's that's a skill. Yeah, it's hard. I think the more you share about it, sometimes it makes it, it lessens it with each blow. I mean, with each share, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Or some, they're trying to right. dissipate it maybe or something. I don't know. It's it's. I thought about that a lot, actually. Like why I used to like tell everybody everything I feel like I was like making it less by doing that mm. you know what I mean but yeah it, it had the opposite effect because you're getting all these people's judgment and reactions exactly and it was kind of like that too and even like when we were all working in that episode like mm-hmm. I we were sharing experiences of we course. weren't going about things but we were kind of laughing about the things we found familiar yeah. and it, there was a kind of like an unspoken understanding of like oh this is a very shared human experience and how cool is it that we are all connected you know Mm -hmm, yeah I think it's moments like you assume isolation is your truth but it's just a temporary like devastating encounter with like only one part of the human experience and that was Mm. the biggest for me you know how connected we are and how fiercely we love and bond and you are held and surrounded by deep love, even if you need to be by yourself for a little bit when things are happening, you know, uh, even then. So it was nice. um, I think we need to know if anybody was injured in the fork incidents. Did Mike ever really hurt Bob Odenkirk or anyone else? (laughs) So these were like plastic forks. Okay. Yeah, they were in the back. So I was in the back with, um, so Jamie, this was all in, in the stage. So we did the house things at an actual house. Got the it. Kitchen, okay. The kitchen stuff and living room stuff was a house, but the dinner scene, we did it on, in the stages. Okay. Um. So I was standing outside um, with Jamie and her starting point just to refresh her, um, her, you know, the running mascara because she had just refresh her streaming streaming tears yes <laughs> yeah I was sitting there with like my eye drops and all yeah. the things and I was sitting by the forks the whole time because the forks were up to me oh and God. I and it, they were so cool it was 
um, I know that I think there's a video going around of how they made these forts. Okay. There's a mold that they use and they poured, I think, um, silica or silicone and painted them. And they look, I mean, obviously when you're throwing them, you hear the kind of the chain yeah. sound, all, you know, sound effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, these forts weighed nothing. Okay, good. Oh my God. Yeah. That the, It was unforgettable. I mean, I hope we get more of these family dinners, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. You know, it left so so much room for um, growing the story, like yeah. the then Sarah time, how, you know, are we going to go into that? Like when Carmen, you know, goes to New York or. Um, does oh, he Jamie... does go. He does go with her. Well, I think that's what's, what's um, being so alluded to. Yeah. Alluded. Being set up. He's like staring at the cannolis, which is the same right. area standing with Sarah. Yes, 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 yes. In the conversation and he was staring at that. And, so, And then John's, John, how is she related to the family? And that I watched it like three times and still was unclear who the relative was. Is it Sarah or is it John? Mm, um, oh, it was it was Sarah. OK, she's related to Donna. Yes. Okay, got it. Okay. Yeah, and John Mulaney is Sarah's, <gasps> and um, best I've ever seen him. I mean, like, incredible. John. John. Oh, oh my I'm, God, so good. We're talking about John Mulaney. Well, both Johns are amazing. John Mulaney or John Bernthal. John John Mulaney, but yes, okay. both both are amazing. But just now, I was thinking of John Mulaney. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh my God. Uh, he like that speech. He did it a few times, and that's he he did it differently. Ah, but like that's what was so great is like mm-hmm. now watching it. It's like that's that was mostly his take on mm-hmm. what the scripted stuff was. Um, but he got every word. It's weird, like how yeah. they work. But like his pauses were so perfect, and, and the, like is he still holding the fork? And yeah, <laughs> at the end, yeah, he's like, and I hope he has the strength to put the fork down. <laughs> um, yeah. So good. So, so mm-hmm. good. Um, and like, just even like Jamie during that speech and she's like holding her hands and she's doing like the prayer thing. Oh my God. Um, it's so fun. It's so good. Jamie. It was so amazing. Yeah. I can't believe I was there watching. I that. know. And I just loved how she walks in and she's like, did I miss anything? what I miss? And I'm like, you've heard every word. Like you're here for yeah. your curtain call and here we go. And like, oh my God. And yeah. It just is like buckle up. Oh, incredible. And then she's like, it doesn't matter. It's like, what are, what is going on? I know. And how can you be so selfish to not come into the restaurant? Just walk in like, oh, I know. I know. It's so good. It's brilliant. Brilliant. Like after, so the time goes by and it's also, you know, she's sober now in episode 10 and, you know, time has passed. Right. Has passed. And I, I don't know if you know, so um, when she hits the car through the wall, mm-hmm. she gets hurt. So okay. I wasn't the car with her because there was a blood drip from the from the you know the wheel. But when like we don't really see it because it, it happens on the other side, okay. this side, right, right. Um, and later on, I did add a little scar. Oh, ah. in two thousand two ten because you know we were like, oh, that would be something that maybe she would have now I and love I the detail scars on like her hands from cooking 
Um, nice. Oh, Bob Ottenkirk. That, this is a good one. Bob Ottenkirk reaches out and he's like, I want Lee to have a tattoo. Okay. And we're like, oh, okay, well, let's, what kind of tattoo do you want? And he says, I had a professor back in college or high school that had a tattoo that just said Lee on it, on him. And I think that's what I want because this character's name is the same. So I would want the same tattoo. So he flies in um, the same day. Literally, like, he gets to set, like, 20 minutes before we have to have him on set. Like, oh, my it's God. Not, <laughs> and, and the tattoo is not even really decided yet because no one. Yeah. I about the show. But on those days, it's like, okay, we have yeah. to figure. Like, we, we were, like, in a lightning delay. I have the printer, the tattoo printer in the trailer and that was turned off because the lightning, lightning? turns everything off. <laughs> yeah we had lightning going on oh like God. all these crazy things were happening and for like five minutes this printer is working and he's in hair get and i'm printing the tattoo that he wants because this discussion happened like the morning of you know so i'm printing it and have all these sizes so so that did work and Thank you God. can see it a bit the Lee tattoo I should post a picture about of it yes but I just loved how all these actors came in with these requests that would link them to some something in their lives yes and that was the priority that I that I had was to you know make those things happen for them Io um there's a scene I don't know if you noticed when she's changing shirts I think yeah um you know what episode I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Which, and you see some tattoos on her back. Yeah. Uh, he came up to me and was like, I want, you know, Sydney to have tattoos in this scene. And we discussed a lot of tattoo images and um, ideas. And I drew them out for her. And, you know, we did a whole back. But, you know, you only see right here. But that was really fun. But that work, work that then goes unseen. It's so important. I mean, your value is... Uh, undeniable in like anchoring the actors you know and it's it's so important and like even if it's not seen you know we all know it's there it's just like wearing like a express pants or like you know Mm -hmm. or like (laughs) what he's gonna see you know know, I know you're wearing something that's makes you more confident or makes you exactly take on the day exactly Um, no she's and she's so professional Io is I forget how old she is sometimes because she is such a she's a baby, right? Yeah, she's super young. Wow, I mean, she's she's you know an adult. She's oh. not, yeah, but she's she's just so uh, in, just such a professional, so involved, so prepared. Um, Chris, you know, she was with Chris. She co-directed with Chris the fishes episode because she wasn't in that episode, so she had. Oh my god! Amazing. Episode right i know and it's like i know that she's gonna probably be directing actually most likely definitely gonna be directing some episodes next season that's so. fantastic yeah so that's, that's so ha- awesome yeah she's she's gonna be she's some she's something she's so proud of her and she oh. yeah she, she got nominated yeah, I know. I was so, I was like, I wonder if she'll get nominated. But the these nominations are for last year, yeah? Or this yes. year? Okay, got it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that makes, yeah. That, I mean, I we, we all know what's going to happen with that episode seven. That's going to be Evan's submission. And then the six is going to get everybody a nomination. I mean, it's, but this is all next year. That's 
I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see how this cleans up. It's going to be, it's going to be a very exciting Emmy race for sure. Wait till season three too. I know phone's blowing up with so many people wanting to be involved because so many people relate to the the story and especially time of the strike and you kind of want to be like because you everyone's like why are we doing this like why are we fighting so hard like whatever um underappreciated feelings people have right now Mm -hmm. you know be a part of an ensemble or like a show where everyone is so dedicated more worried about the content being uh being right than you know that that's that's what we were all seeking i think and I think that's why so many actors are interested in this project because it, you know, I, I don't think that, you know, they're doing it for the money. They're just because, you know, it's. A, oh, like, no, no, no. Yeah, it's on- way beyond that. Way beyond that. Yeah. It's just getting. I, to- I forgot they're- to ask you about Olivia Coleman. I, I can't believe I forgot. <laughs> how was, how was that day? <laughs> yeah, that day. Oh, she is super sweet, lovely human as well. And, and, and when did you find out that she would be um, Chef Terry? A few weeks prior, a few okay. weeks prior scene, and she was only there one day. Oh wow! Okay, that's that scene, and yeah. she was she was done. Um, it was like a masterclass on mm. acting. I I don't know what she she's like the Danny the Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> ah, so she was she was doing the t- she was doing the mushrooms forever, and like yeah, okay, yeah, it was just so beautiful. Oh, it was like wow. the most beautiful acting you'll ever wow. see. Like we're Kind of staring at each other like this wow yeah <laughs> i'm like watching i'm learning so much right now about anything she's doing yeah yeah she and we did and i the makeup choices during you know co- the current times um you know i talked about that like it's a little bluer it's a little yep. more saturated so uh, i didn't want to go obviously she wouldn't as a chef have makeup on but lip tints were my friend Mm-hmm. of course um, perfect sense era so the makeup wasn't as complex on a lot of the women because you know uh, nobody really tr- yeah makeup. but 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 it's knowing you know what I mean like I always say in situations like that and you know better than anybody that like the decision to hold back is very difficult for some people you know, oh. I mean, you see on short films and stuff, like when they like get like their sister to like, you know, be the makeup artist or something. And then like, you know, they're totally overdone for their character. And it's it's a skill to hold back, you know, and make those yeah. editing decisions. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. No, that that was a big thing for me. Yeah. But I, I think we talked about this during the clause. What's mm-hmm. uh, too that for me, it's actually harder to go heavy than it is to go lighter. Yeah. So th- this was like my show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I get to do like what I do on myself. You know, I yeah, like yeah. Era and but yeah, like yeah, like just the the breakdown of characters in the kitchen. And that's the fun part for me. It's the storytelling component of makeup. Yeah. yeah. Not the the uh how pretty can someone look on camera, the lighting, right. you know, that's the DP's job. Mm-hmm. Um which can we discuss how good the deep the cinematography is on the insane. show? Insane, Andrew. insane. Andrew, oh, so good. Everything, all of the filmmaking is just incredible, and all the storytelling. And I can't wait for season three and to talk to you again about all of the things. And uh, and and I'll see you then, Ignacia. <laughs> <laughs>
excited. That'll be our fourth show. We need to have a party. Dude, I know. I know. We need to have, I'll get you a pin. <laughs> All right. Like a members only jacket like Saturday Night Live. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Let's do that. Well, yeah, we definitely you need some merch. Yeah. To start. <laughs> oh, thanks for having me, Tiffany. It's always so much fun. To oh, talk my about. gosh. Always so I always much feel fun. like there's not enough time. Like, I want to tell you more things, but I can't. I know. I know. Guess what I just thought of? Yes, 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 yes. Please do. I'll put them in here. Look Behind the Look is a Vinyl Foot production written by me, your host, Tiffany Bartok, produced by Jace Bartok, edited by Evan Rivard. If you're interested in learning more, find our video version on the YouTube channel, Look Behind the Look podcast. There you can see rare photos and clips from our guests. And please follow us on Twitter at Look Behind Pod and Instagram at Look Behind the Look. If you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. And tell your friends and spread the word. You can subscribe to us on iTunes or any podcatcher of your choice. Thanks for listening to Look Behind the Look.